spiritual religious training. So I was really impressed with how little negativity there was about the Pope's visit, because ordinarily that would bring, uh, you know, protest crowds, you know, and people say, well, you're violating the Constitution, you're favoring religion if you greet him in the White House or something, <laughs> because he radiated goodwill, he radiated goodwill, yeah. And it also reawakened a longing for the traditional roots out of which America became the greatest nation on earth, you know. It didn't become the greatest nation on earth by being impudent, impudent and sacrilegious. It became the greatest because of the opposite. The subtitle of our program is Living Spiritually in the Modern World. Here, David takes a look at some of the challenges for those who have chosen the spiritual pathway. David discusses those challenges he sees and the obstacles to enlightenment. Are they greater than they were 100, 50, 25, or even 10 years ago? The difficulty is you're dealing with a common level of consciousness. If anything, the level of consciousness has gotten higher and higher. It's fallen recently. It got up to 207, now it's back down to 204. But I think, man, the afflictions and the temptations and the problems remain the same. And I think they're the same as they've always been. How to overcome self-interest, out of love for others, uh, etc. I think the obstacles to enlightenment remain practically the same. The specifics of the content, you know, to be distracted by the world and I think modern man is at a greater disadvantage than before because programming by falsity is so continuous and round the clock, and it's both it's subliminal as well as visible and apparent. Just the way a TV program is put together, or if you watch a commercial, how a commercial is put together, and the rate of speed of the change of the images and the programming that's going on unconsciously. They show you the car, then they show you the pretty girl you want. So they try to combine, you know, desire with lust, and they try to collapse several instinctual drives into one. There's a new one on in which this lady, who's dressed diaphanously, walks in a seductive way across carpet. <laughs> <laughs> this is a commercial for carpet. You don't get what it's about. You thought it was for lingerie undies or let's make love. And you find out, no, she's walking on carpet. <laughs> See, the pretty, lovely, seducible fantasy girl and carpet. So, you know, what has carpet got to do with any of that? Nothing at all, you know. I'd be more impressed if they spilled something on the carpet and showed you how it cleaned up instantly without leaving a spot, you know? Because when I buy a carpet, I'm interested in carpet. You can see the age of the people who put these commercials together, the rapidity of the change of the images. Some of the commercials come on and the commercials all over and I don't know what it is they were selling. You know, they changed the images from a flying bird to an erupting bomb to a violent mob scene to a sports scene, and now the commercial's over. What the heck? So I often say, what was that commercial about? <laughs> what is it they're selling? I don't know what they're selling. You're always being seduced by the excitement of something out there, the seduction of the excitement. And it's seductive. So I think, you know, a lot of the commercials are made by very young people. And that's their view of what's exciting and interesting. You know, like the AARP 
Who would the AARP appeal to? 65 and over gray-haired older people. And what do they have advertising it? They have a young man. Looks like he's not over 40. So what do I want to learn about the AARP from a guy who's not even 40 yet? Nothing. So I think there's a difference in the age of people who put together the media, uh, you know, the advertising, the marketing. For many products, to me, is weak. And if you calibrate it, you'll see that not only does it not attract, it actually causes an aversion to the product. And the repetition of the advertising. There's many products I wouldn't buy if it was the last one on the planet. You know, they create such an aversion. If I haven't been interested in buying it the first 50,000 times I saw it, I won't be interested in the next 50,000 times. <laughs> there is good news for the passionate spiritual seeker in today's world. As David will explain next...